One of the best ways to create differentiation and competitive advantage that drives revenue is by building a remarkable customer experience. When you look at the resume of today's guest, John Langford, you'll find that he's worked with many organizations, including the Disney Institute. Today, John will coach us on three ways to build a powerful customer experience. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, trailblazer and growth architect, helping generous leaders grow their revenue and impact. We've got a great episode today with John Langford. He's going to coach us on how to create a remarkable customer experience that drives revenue. The 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge is wrapping up today. This has been an incredible time as thought leaders like Jeb Blunt, Douglas Burdett, Meredith Elliott Powell, Mark Hunter, and more have led us with practical ideas to align our sales and marketing to drive growth. You know, right now it's critical we get sales and marketing aligned to hit our goals. Forrester Research showed that organizations with tightly aligned sales and marketing operations achieve 24% faster three-year revenue growth, and we need that right now. So if you didn't get to attend live, you can catch the recordings of the 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge at this website, www.2021alignmentchallenge.com. These episodes would be great for you to view together with your counterparts in marketing or sales so you can enhance your plan to get aligned. And when you register, you're actually going to receive an invitation to join us for a bonus session with Joey Coleman. You'll remember Joey from last week's episode of the Revenue Growth Podcast. He's the author of one of my favorite books, Never Lose a Customer Again. Joey will be coaching us on the stages of a customer experience and how we can create remarkable experiences for our customers. Well, today we're going to continue the conversation about customer experience. Our guest, John Langford, believes that customer experience is the way to create differentiation that drives revenue. John's resume includes working with Disney and the Disney Institute. He's also helped both for-profit and not-for-profit businesses improve their customer experience. In this conversation, you'll learn about the three core elements of creating a customer experience that drives revenue. You'll also be challenged to take action to create a remarkable experience in your organization. This is a fantastic conversation. So grab a pen and a notepad, and let's get ready to learn from John after a word from our sponsors. John, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. Today, it's great to have you here. It is absolutely great to be back with you, Daryl. Thank you so much for having me. 
I really am looking forward to this conversation. And we had a fantastic time just this last week on the the episode of the 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge, where we were talking about customer experience. And when I think customer experience, I think John Langford. So I'm glad you're here. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Well, you know, you're setting a pretty high... Uh, bar here for me to to strive for. I I can think of a lot of other people that would be a lot better qualified, but I do appreciate that so much. <laughs> well, you know, I do owe a debt of gratitude, and for all the listeners, I I just want to say that I John Langford is fantastic, and I owe a debt of gratitude to John because it was literally one year ago this week that I I met John. For the first time, we were having dinner. Uh, it was uh, the week before everything kind of changed in our world. Uh, but I was I was talking with John and, and I was asking what he was reading and what he did. And he started telling me not only about his work with the Disney Institute, but he also introduced me to a book that unlocked. It, it was it was like that last puzzle piece in the puzzle. Um, I, at the time, I was putting the finishing touches on the Revenue Growth Engine book, a model to align sales and marketing to drive revenue, but it felt like there was a missing piece, and that missing piece was customer experience. So, John, when you introduced me to the Experience Economy book by Joseph Pine, James Gilmore, it just, something clicked, and uh, this has, to me, become this concept of customer experience the missing piece in most organizations when it comes to driving growth. How do you see customer experience being important to organizations, especially right now in the the world we're in? Well, it's a really great question, you know, and obviously that book was written pre-COVID. And so our world has changed, you know, quite a bit. But I do think that, that people are still longing for uh, and experience. And I would say that even after a year of lockdowns and quarantines and things like that, as people begin to venture back out, uh, they really are looking to experience maybe something that once was and uh, maybe something that's much different than what they have had um, or what they have you know, endured over the last year. And so I think there's a real opportunity here uh, for companies. I think uh, anytime you have, um, you know, a crisis, even a global, you know, situation like what we have faced, it is an opportunity to uh, kind of pull back and assess where you are as a company and to determine, okay, what can we do differently? Uh, Because, because we don't have all of these obligations right now, but one day business will be back. So what can we start to do differently? And obviously being in the Disney world, um, not as a cast member any longer, but you know, as I think back to my experience at Disney and, and even what they are doing, uh, I saw the same thing in them. You know, they, they saw an opportunity to, hey, we're gonna not do this or not do that type thing so that we can rebrand ourselves to a degree in the world of entertainment as it pertains to our parks and resorts mm-hmm. and uh, do something differently. So that's uh, kind of a long maybe answer to your question, but, but uh, people, are, people are truly looking, still looking for an experience even post pandemic. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and <laughs> you know, in so many ways, the uh, let's let's just be honest, the pandemic experience sucks. I mean, it's bad. Yeah. It's terrible, right? I mean, it's been it's been a, a rough, a rough year. And yet at this time, I think we have an opportunity as organizations to reframe um, the experience we provide to our clients, uh, both before and after um, after that initial sale. You know, it was interesting in just for those listening in who haven't read the experience economy yet. And I really, I suggest you go grab a copy of this book. It's pure uh, masterpiece. It's uh, from beginning to end. It is chock full of ideas. It'll get you thinking. But um, when, when I picked that book up, John, the, the message uh, was, Hey, this isn't about products. That's commoditized. Mm -hmm. It's not about service. Everyone's got service experience is uh, the key point of differentiation. And uh, I'm curious, when you think about creating an incredible experience, I want to unpack some of the things that we we talked about this past week in the Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge. What, what should companies be thinking about? What are the areas they should be considering when it comes to creating that experience that truly differentiates them in the marketplace. We hit three things mm -hmm. um, this past week. That'd be great to unpack right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. We focused on three things and, and before maybe I, I talk about those three things, one of the things that kind of stood out in that book, you know, for me uh, was a statement that they said, basically, you know, Pine and Gilmore uh, say this in, in the book, the experience economy that, companies are staging an experience every time they engage a client. And that one, that one statement alone, I think says a lot to your question when it comes back to your question, because what it helps us to, to, to understand is every phone call, every email, our website, social media. I mean, all of that, the product itself, how it's delivered, Mm -hmm. All of those things is is a point of engagement, which um, really is is part of an overall experience uh, at, at large. And so I think that that's the way that we have to kind of look at things when it comes to uh, business. And as I shared in the in the sales and, and marketing alignment challenge, there I, I believe there's three things that that really are. Are, are three things that you could look at fairly quickly and start to identify as, okay, let's ask ourselves these three questions about every one of those engagement moments. One, is it consistent? Two, is it personal? And then three, is it memorable? And so we, we unpacked those three things uh, each individually uh, last week. And, uh, and, and how a company should maybe look at every engagement uh, moment uh, is an opportunity to ask yourself those questions. Yeah, those questions are fantastic. And, you know, before we dive into that, I know I can just I can just see some of our listeners right now, uh, you know, whether you're driving or you're going for a walk or you're at the gym, however you consume the Revenue Growth Podcast. And, you know, I can see people going, look, man, we're not Disney here. We're not, you know, we're not some uh, entertainment 
um, organization. We run an accounting firm. We're selling uh, car parts. We're selling to the manufacturing world. Wherever you know, we sell technology. We're not some you know uh, exciting thing. But I think what you're saying here is really, really key. Um, maybe and, and maybe this. Maybe the the answer to that is you're right. You're not, you know, you're not mm -hmm. that. You're not Disney. You're not some incredible restaurant or resort or um, insert, you know, you're not a movie theater. And what would it look like if you actually began to think about those interactions and how could we make them memorable and not just bland, boring, or even, you know, further down the, the continuum, frustrating and something. How can we make our experiences, our engagements with our clients and prospects, something they look forward to rather than eh or dread, something that they want to talk about and share ra rather than eh, and something that moves the relationship forward. And that's where I think, you know, if you're listening in and you're going, well, I'm in some boring industry, you know, guess what? That's exactly, I believe, why you need to consider the engagements, the experience that you're giving. And so, John, I think this is this is powerful, um, especially for those listening in who would say, I'm not, you know, we're, we're doing heavy equipment here. We're doing, uh, you know, this isn't Bass Pro Shop. This is, uh, you know, this is janitorial supplies. Mm -hmm. This is where it's really, really critical to think about the experience. Would you agree? Right. Yeah, I do. And I think that, that the experience is ultimately what's going to differentiate your, your business. I mean, let's just I'll throw out a bunch of different uh, examples here. All right. So coffee. In the mm -hmm. 1950s and 60s, came out of a bun coffee maker, you know, with the right. office, you know, <laughs> type thing. And now Starbucks has turned that into a multi-billion-dollar industry, and it's all based on experience. Yeah, people yeah. like to have their name on a cup. They like to go where they can sit and not be bothered and enjoy a quality cup of co coffee. And and now there's, you know, in some places there's more Starbucks um, coffee shops <laughs> than there are gas stations. Right. You know? So that that's an example. Uh, you think about even I don't know if y'all familiar with with Wawa or not, but I'm Wawa, not. yeah, Wawa took a, a convenience store uh, uh, experience out of out of Pennsylvania and turned it into much more than that. You know, they added gasoline and 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 now if you if you visit a Wawa store, uh, I mean you you've got an amazing uh, coffee shop there. Uh, they, they make hoagies that are fantastic. Uh, the whole experience, you know, going to a Wawa gas station. I mean, it's not only clean, bathrooms are clean, et cetera. And then, and, and that's just a, that's just a, say a convenience store experience that added gasoline uh, mm -hmm. to their, their offering. Um, uh, thinking about American girl dolls. I mean, all that was, a, was a doll. And, and then they created this whole, store experience, you know, that is now uh, changing the way people um, say buy dolls and, and what they do with those dolls. You can have birthday parties there. And, and, and I mean, it's just amazing to see what, what you take this, this, say this, this cot commodity or this, this service or this product, whatever it may, this good, and you turn it into an experience somehow. 
um, Citibank. Uh, they've even gotten to the place of where they're they're creating coffee shops, you know, in their banks now, you know. So it's not just about uh, a transaction, but it's about an interaction, you know. It's about relationship. An yeah. Yes, a Hanging relationship. Out. That mm-hmm. yeah, all these different people that are starting to uh, say, you know, how can we do things differently? How can we do banking differently? How can we do, you know, how can we sell dolls differently? Uh, how can we sell coffee differently? different than everybody else. And I think that that, that's, again, that's what differentiates us in whatever industry that we are. So you're right, you you don't have to have Mickey Mouse and a castle and that type of thing. All of those things are just things that help set the stage for the experience that your customers or clients or guests are gonna have. And so you just look at, you know, what what is our, what's our pipeline, you know, what's our Mm -hmm. product? You know, what, what, what's all of our points of engagement? How can we make it better? How can we clean it up? How can we make it uh, a game changer where people walk away and say, wow, like that felt good. Right. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And, and, you know, if you think about the, your, the three points we're talking about, consistent, personal, Mm -hmm. memorable, you know, I'm just going rattling down these examples. I'm thinking of people who've reinvented industries, Um, you know, Starbucks, uh, you know, and and here's the beauty, by the way, the bun cup of coffee lady, you know, that, uh, you know, poured it in or or that burnt coffee at the convenience store at 79 cents. And you didn't even feel good about paying 79 cents (laughs) for that cup of coffee. Whereas, you know, in Starbucks, um, you know, you have, they wrapped to that in an experience. So now, now you've got everything wrapped in an experience where, you know, it's not the cup of coffee is almost an accessory um, Mm -hmm. to the experience. I go in, you know, at my Starbucks, they know my name, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they know exactly what I want. um, And I hang out there and, and I meet people there. It's, 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 um, it's brilliant because they thought of every step. I think of another, uh, an industry that's just been totally reinvented um, and by thinking about the experience that's taxi cab industry, right? Getting rides. I mean, you know, what a nightmare. I remember years ago and I'd travel a lot and work with companies and be out in an industrial park uh, or in an office building. I'd need a ride to the airport. And, you know, you call the cab company and they're like, yeah, we'll try and get someone over there within the next I don't know, 20 minutes to three hours, you know, <laughs> and you're sitting there going, this mundane uh, thing is not a good experience. Obviously, Uber, Lyft, those that, you know, someone came in and just said, let's rethink the experience. Mm-hmm. Let's tell Daryl when the car's going to arrive, who's going to be in it. Let's have the music mm-hmm. turned on, right? Let's tell him when he's going to arrive at the airport exactly. Mm-hmm. And Let's uh, facilitate the payment. So when he gets there, he steps out no different than if his friend mm-hmm. dropped him off. And, you know, this is a talk about a mundane, boring thing, a taxi cab ride, um, you know, totally reinvented by someone that looked at all the engagement points of when you need to hail, a, get a ride, when you need to pay for it, when you're sitting in the vehicle and all of that. This is where I think we can look at our businesses right now and say, okay, let's, I guess it begins by mapping this journey out. You talked in the challenge about mapping out the journey. Um, how, how would you go about doing that? Let's say, let's just, let's say you're the company that Oh, let's pick something like really boring. I hope we don't have any, or maybe we do. We got someone selling, 
uh, janitorial supplies. So let's pick that. That sounds really boring. Uh, you're selling, uh, you know, cleaners and uh, you're selling, uh, you know, uh, paper towels and toilet paper and soap. Uh, what, what would, what, where would you begin uh, if we were coaching this janitorial supply company, where would we begin in terms of thinking about their experience uh, in, in with their prospects and customers? How would you okay. start that unpacking that? Well, uh, you know, I think if I think back to uh, the the challenge that we've all been a part of, and um, Meredith did a amazing job of just mm-hmm. talk kind of opening up around strategy. I, I would, I would say start with strategy and, you know, she, she highlighted the three uh, things that help, you know, encompass that vision values and goals. So what, what's the ultimate vision of this janitorial supply company? You know, mm-hmm. what, what, what are they, what do they want to be? Not who they are right now, but what do they want to be in the future? Uh, what are, what are going to be the values that help kind of guide or shape um, you know, the experience or the, mm-hmm. the, the standards of operation uh, for them. And then their goals, you know, what, what are going to be the objectives to, to move the, the ball, you know, down the field uh, so that they can score a touchdown, you know, mm-hmm. type thing. You know, what, how are they going to know when they want? So I say, I always think that, you know, starting there is good because you kind of want to know where you're going, you know, before you get in the car and just start driving. And so that's a good place to start. Well, let's let's camp out there for just a second because I think it's easy to gloss over that. But if you think about, you know, even just the most generic uh, strategy is, you know, we want to be the preferred source of janitorial supplies in the, you know, Sheboygan, Wisconsin marketplace, or we want to be the, you know, we want to be the best company. It, you know, okay, well, define that. What does that mean? And when you start thinking about that, you realize that your experience is everything. I mean, everyone's got the same janitorial supplies. It's a paper towel, you know, Um, but being the preferred source, the one that people look forward to um, engaging with, look forward to you coming to their office to make a delivery. That's all about experience. And so don't stop, you know, don't gloss over or skate through this strategy and values Mm -hmm. thing. Um, You're absolutely right. Yeah. So I think, you know, starting there is good. So that kind of gives you your starting point. And then you have to look at, okay, so uh, based on, you know, our goals and our values, you know, what, what are, what are each one of those um, say points of engagement with, with our, with our customers? Uh, You know, how do we, how do we market ourselves? Um, You know, how, what is, do we have a store? And if we do, you know, what does it look like if we're online only? You know, mm-hmm. is it easy to navigate? So, um, you know, I like to always kind of pick on websites. I think that's kind of an easy thing because um, you don't want to make it difficult for your customers to to place an order. Mm, yeah. And so, how easy is it for them to place an order? And and what what would be say the benefit or perk of placing an order with you? You know, do you have those? those little pop-ups that, mm-hmm. you know, ask for a email address and get, you know, 10% off your first order, you know, type things. Those, those things that help further kind of draw you in the wait before you go, you know, type thing. But, but how easy is it for you to, to order and how easy is it for you to find uh, what you need? 
uh, how many clicks does it take? You know, if people only stay on, you know, let's say a, a landing page for three seconds, you know, is it, is it one click to a, to a sale or, you know, two or three clicks, you know, mm -hmm. or is it more than that? You know, how long does it take them to get to the product? So I, I think, you know, the way I like to look at it when I think about, you know, journey mapping is, is each one of those points of engagement along the, along the way. So, and you have to kind of break apart uh, your business in a lot of ways. So, like I said, you can start with a website. Um, again, your, your phone, uh, your phone, uh, phone calls, you know, your voice message, what does it sound like? Uh, the person that picks up the phone, you know, what do they sound like? And you see, that's where your values come in because then those are your standards. All right. So these are, this is the way we're going to operate here. We're going to be friendly, you know, and we're going to be helpful and, and uh, we're going to try and take care of the customer as best as we possibly can, you know, type thing. Uh, try and not think about, um, uh, having to pass the call on to someone else. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the worst thing, you know, mm -hmm. is how, how many times do you get, you know, bumped up the ladder, you know, to finally get to a solution. Whereas if you empower, you know, your person that's on the phone to make those decisions, then it's just one call. Just and, every little thing makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this is, and as we, as we wrap up, there's so much more to unpack, on this, I mean, this journey of customer experience itself in an organization is a, a process of continuous improvement. But one of the things that you know I, I observed and and really listening to some of the stories that you shared about your previous experiences um, as a cast member at Disney is like every everything from the bus driver to the person serving popcorn to the even people sweeping the street are all everything is set up so that, that, that they're creating an experience around those service standards mm -hmm. that, uh, which are really the values, uh, of the organization. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting because this, this goes back to what Pine and Gilmore were saying in the experience economy is even the most mundane or maybe especially the most mundane details are the things that actually uh, create the noticeable, mm -hmm. um, memorable, remarkable experience. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you think about, <laughs> uh, you know, the silly things, you know, even at Disney, you know, you'll um, the water fountains or the trash cans, you know, you'll see a, a custodial cast member wiping them down or, you know, uh, cleaning them up, polishing the, the brass, you know, any, any one of those things. And all of those little touches is what helps improve and enhance the experience. They, they don't have to do that. I mean, they could just put a, you know, a, a, a really crummy uh, faucet, you know, right there and people could just drink out of it. And, but, but it's a nice little bowl dish, you know, type thing. Right. Every little thing, you know, they, they've, enhanced or what, you know, Walt Disney was known for saying was plussing it, you know, he, he mm. plussed it, you know, do this, but plus it, you know, make it better. That's a great, I mean, that's, that's a great uh, way to, to wrap up is uh, with just looking at that, when you're mapping out your experience, where are the areas where we can plus it? <laughs> where, where are the areas where we can take this thing that is, um, you know, mundane or maybe it's terrible right now. Maybe you actually need to fix it. 
Uh, but there's, I think, a lot of things in your business where you, where you go, ah, it's, it's, it's working. It works great. Yeah. There's no need to polish the brass. There's no need to, um, to, to upgrade it. But if you think about where you're going to be and we go back to that, you know, we, we'll, we'll go back to the janitorial supply business. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's got the same cleaners. Everyone's got the same, uh, uh you know, toilet paper and, and, uh, you know, and, and all of this is so commoditized, mm-hmm. but it's this, you know, when you say you want to be the preferred source of, janitorial supplies or insert your product or service here. Okay. What makes you preferred? Mm -hmm. And the reality is what sets us apart is the experience we provide. John, what a great conversation today. I have a feeling we'll, we'll continue talking about this in the uh, months and years to come. Uh, You are a true inspiration. And I just want to say thank you for sharing your, your ideas and uh, making this such a great experience today for all our listeners. I appreciate you, John. Absolutely. It's my pleasure, Daryl. I just think it's a, a great thing. Anytime we can make something better, it, it's always a great conversation to have. Wonderful. Well, thank you, John. And thank you to everybody in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience. It is, uh, it's been fantastic interacting with you. We are coming off, uh, today is the last day of the 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge. But... Uh, as we shared, it's actually not the last day. We have a bonus session. It's coming up on uh, March 19th. And uh, that's Friday, March 19th. I'm going to make sure I have the date correct here. And uh, this bonus session is going to be with none other than our guest from last week, Joey Coleman. Joey is the author of Never Lose a Customer Again, and he is a true champion for helping companies create incredible customer experiences. So make plans to join us. If you're already enrolled in the challenge, you'll get the notification for 1 p.m. Eastern time on Friday, March 19th. If you didn't join the challenge, guess what? It's not too late. Just go to 2021alignmentchallenge.com or text the word alignment, that's the word alignment to 21,000, text alignment to 21,000, and uh, we'll get you access to that session, along with all of the recordings of the other sessions, including John Langford's session on customer experience. So this is a great time to get focused. I want to cheer everybody on this working together to drive revenue in this critical time. And until next time, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. 
It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.